close, but not quite. <laughs> Again, not supposed to talk during the theme song. <laughs> It just gives it a whole nother feel when you start the show like that, by, I know, right? by the way. Welcome to One Day Contract, the Panthers talk show, where each week we're joined by a new personality who we've signed to a one-day contract to join the show. One Day Contract is a proud part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Check out some of our network mates, Keep Pounden, the Roaring Riot podcast, or It Is What It Is, for even more great talk about your favorite team. Follow the Riot Network on Twitter at the Riot Network to stay up to date on all your favorite pods. My name is Nikki Wolf. Alongside of me, as always, Mr. Colin Hoggard. He's kind of across oh. the table from you. He's not really alongside of you. Alongside, across the, sta- the table, looking it's, we're lovingly. We're connected. We're connected. <laughs> oh, yes. that's we're, nice. We're in lockstep in that way. You're in sync. At all times. Oh, we'll get back to sync too. Oh, okay. Oh, Kevin's like, nope. Here we go. Yes. So Colin Hoggard, columnist and contributor for the Riot Report, huge fan of Disney's The Rocketeer because I couldn't say Tour last week. Yep. Still can't say it. Amateur mythologist. Is that like a mathlete? Uh, it's very similar. Okay. It's very similar. But it's a scientific focus rather than the mathematical focus of math. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's that can't be true, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all just kind of accepted that at face value for a second, and then it was like, wait a second. He's like, don't Google it, because it's sure definitely mathologist is not, not a it. Mr. Josh Klein, managing editor for The Riot Report, co-host of It Is What It Is, and the kind of person that waits in line for 30 minutes at Yafo Kitchen. That makes you amazing. Worth it. Had dinner last night and lunch today, and hands emoji. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's what that is, right? That means thank you. you, you. Hashtag blessed. You I'm so old. <laughs> I'm never that's, gonna be able. No to, wait, that's <laughs> what it is, though, right? That's the hands emoji. It's, it's hands. It's hands. It's hands to the sky. Oh, is it? It's, it's more. I think the hands. <laughs> ah, is, this is all I, news to me. I use it a lot, but I, can't I use say it all I really the time, and I don't either. really know what it is. I'm really confused between this one and this one. I feel like they kind of mean the same. Like this one should be like thank you. Like I don't okay. think like I don't Jeremy think Piven you, style. You like thank your, you so much. You did it more in front of your chest as the you. Which people might. Oh. I don't I, see. I don't think. I think you're. You want to do it like up to be, top. This yeah. is great audio podcast. <laughs> not, not quite raise the sure, roof. Sure, people know what we're doing though. It's like, uh, yeah. Everyone's yeah. picturing it right now. Yep. And signed to the one day contract, Miss Kelsey Riggs, sports anchor and reporter for WCNC Charlotte, my future best friend, creator of the best bloopers in sports. That's a true story. The only <laughs> media member on crutches in the locker room and future cat lady. You Welcome. Guys nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Nailed Thank it. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm a little nervous for you guys. This is actually my first podcast. Oh, no. So this is going to go one of two ways because I'm used to talking for like mm, three minutes tops (laughs) about seven different things in those three minutes. So you're either going to get me to say like two really good sentences or you're not going to be able to get me to stop talking because I'm like, I can finally talk. I have a a feeling after talking to you off camera that it's probably going to be a little bit of the latter. So I talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hands hands back. I don't know what what emoji that would be, but yeah. I just thought it was a U. It's not the U, so we've we've decided that. No, that's not a U. No, they don't have an emoji specifically for the U. That would be ridiculous. They probably think they, so. They do. Yeah. They, they, do think they, they definitely they think that. The turnover chain. 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 Yeah. You can't have everything. You can't have a turnover <laughs> chain and an emoji specifically for your college. I'm all about that turnover although chain that, too. Although that goat emoji is for North Carolina, so I think we can all agree on that, right? For sure. And we will move on. <laughs> All right. Nikki's super important I'm just, question. I'm just in choosing to believe that silence was agreeing. Yes. Were, silence yeah. was agreeing. Absolutely. I, I completely like. couldn't agree more. Oh. 
That's cute. You all think that. (laughs) So my super important question is getting tabled till next week because Colin came up with an even better question. Oh, I did come up with a better question. Yeah. (laughs) Proud of you. He already forgot. The most embarrassing online name that you had. Oh. Now, see, because we, we were discussing just before the show that, that we are a little bit older in terms of the Internet culture. So some of us had Hotmail. Um, most of us have Hotmail accounts. Or have participated <laughs> in AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Which I would like to say that I do believe I was the first person in Appalachian State to have his room number as his, Appala- or as his Instant Messenger name, which Ooh, was smart. really good for networking. <laughs> for the ladies. <laughs> Putting for it all out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I had, my, let me tell you, my profile was tight. My away message <laughs> game was, was on point. <laughs> that quote at the bottom? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was Fire. it? Fire. Do you remember? Fire. Um, I'm sure it was some really inspired music <sighs> lyrics at the time. I feel like at one I, point. I think right. I could dig it up, but it would take a little bit of time. I feel like at one point I had that um, that Incubus lyric, the whatever <laughs> tomorrow brings. I'll, uh, I don't remember what it is. But yeah, that's yeah. There. Whatever see- to. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the one that I used to have at one point, but. It was just your room number? No, no, it was. So I lived in Huey. Back um, to this. Huey, yeah. So Huey three fifteen. Here we go. Was uh was was that? But that was for that was for business purposes. My <laughs> my, I was uh. <laughs> well, obviously. I was the ASU home slice at the time. Mm. That's how you could reach me. Nice. Not just the room. You know where you could request music to be played loudly. Or whatever. A- <laughs> ASU home slice. ASU home uh, yeah, slice. Yeah. Hit me up on ASU home slice. Yeah. You would like give. I feel like you would give that out to ladies or gentlemen at a at like a frat party be like oh look me up on right. am. On, on aim yeah, yeah on aim yeah that was that was we couldn't there was no swiping there was no touching no. at the time no a lot there was definitely was no touching time. there was definitely <laughs> no touching for me in college a lot of away messages yeah oh man i didn't think i was gonna be the only one to answer the question but that's fine, that's fine. yeah no. <laughs> and let's move Kinda on to left guard talk yeah <laughs> Come on. I, no. What's yours? Oh, so I had a big crush on a, on a girl in high school, and I thought that it would be hilarious. Like, it was a public crush. You know, like one of those where she knows, and I know, and all of our friends know. So you weren't putting it out there for the first time. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, my, AI, my, I, my AIM name was not the first time <laughs> that I revealed that I had a crush on Aaron Naaman. Aaron, if you're listening, uh, I'm taken. So I'm Party sorry. You missed, missed your chance. chance. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Did you change your screen name then? But uh, thanks for listening. No, but if you want to hit me up on AIM, it's still Naaman's man at AOL.com. <laughs> so still, still out there. That is embarrassing, and I just realized, like, we actually have people that listen to this podcast. Like, sometimes we just talk to each other, and I'm like, oh, like, this will be fun. Like, I'll just say some personal stuff. And then sometimes I was like, oh, I was listening to that podcast, and I heard that you said that you had a crush on Aaron Naaman 20 years ago. <laughs> That's gross. So, so, sorry for sorry for putting you out I'm there, I'm sure Aaron. she appreciates it. Yeah, sure you know what? Absolutely. Great gal. Hey, no, not we me. lost touch. She, she's getting shouted out on a on a podcast. Yeah, like, with how is how is your day worse if you get shouted out in a favorable way? Like That's that? a really good point. That's I, true. She's probably a big Panthers fan. Kelsey, what do you got? I don't think I have anything oh, good. God. I know. Oh, I know. Of course not. Kelsey's got all the cool <laughs> online names. <laughs> no, I they were really it. boring. They were like. My favorite number was three back then for whatever. I think actually, if we're going to talk embarrassing, I think I had a high school boyfriend whose number was three. So oh. that was my favorite number. So it was like Kels three, three, You dated three. Derek Anderson. We remember. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really, I don't, it wasn't impressive. Yeah. 
Nikki? I thought she was over there Googling what is AIM, and I was going to cry. Oh, yeah. my God, no. I- <laughs> <laughs> what is this AIM you speak of? What's an away message? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I asked about your room number because – my college room number my freshman year was on the end of my AIM name. I was oh. Celeste 401. Mm. And that's because our rival high school, they thought my name was Celeste for two years. And that's a really the weird story. The whole high school Why? did? Um, the physics class, because we did physics over um, TV. Okay. We come from a very small county. Physics <laughs> over <laughs> TV? Like, yeah. Yeah, it was like... Uh, like in the future? Like the uh, Jetsons? Post-circuit yes. TVs. Oh, yeah. okay. That yeah. makes more sense. That's not from the future. You know, you, you walk in, you see that old tube TV, <laughs> yeah. and you wonder, why is that thing in here? It's because of Nikki. Sure. Me. That's why. It's Nikki's physics class. <laughs> so in case you were wondering... Celeste. I Celeste am old. Yeah. <laughs> Celeste. Celeste 401. Taking physics Maybe over TV. Maybe it was TV. more of a guy thing. Yeah. Maybe it was an awkward guy thing. I'm, I'm really excited for Cause, when... Because that wasn't the only choice I could have had. <laughs> We were really creative back in those days. Oh, well, yeah. it was like anything. It was like desperate well, to get yourself like noticed yes. by yeah. Cause, gals. Cause so I whatever to, you yeah. could do, cool aim name, I'm in. What oh, about yeah. MySpace? What was your song on MySpace? Wasn't that when you like clicked and it would play? When yeah. Someone would go to your profile? So I actually never had a MySpace page. Oh. I was. I don't know whether I wasn't cool enough. Like I don't even remember what happened in that young. period. I think you're a little bit. You, you, Am I too young I for it? So. No, I'm, no, I'm old. <laughs> no. He's not too young for it. I think it. I might have been too old for it. No. No. That's so not I remember. It. No, yeah. I don't, I don't think I was too cool, cool enough. Yeah. 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 Def- cool. That's there, definitely not the answer. I wasn't going to fill up. Like, it wasn't who was going to be in my top eight. It was I, who was going to actually fill out my top <laughs> yeah. eight. So I, I said, nah, nah. You had I like, feel bad enough about myself. All right. You had like three Toms. Like, just <laughs> like top. <laughs> just rotated 90 I, degrees. I only know that reference. I was not actually friends with Tom. So you know a lot about MySpace, I feel like. Yeah, I'm a child of the internet. I love the internet. I love the world. Wide web. I just Google cool stuff that I can mention <laughs> on podcasts. This is going to be one of those things where like people are going to fast forward. They're going to be like, okay, so Panther, like I really like one day contract, but you got to fast forward through the first like 10 minutes of nonsense before they start talking about the really good stuff. We love the nonsense. So yeah, it no, is. I don't, I don't even feel bad a little bit. This is my favorite nope. part of the show. It's cathartic no. more than yeah. anything. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to continually ask questions about like <laughs> Nikki's super important question this week is who hurt you? <laughs> Were you in seventh Somebody go grade? lay down yeah. on the couch yeah. and yeah. talk about it. <laughs> we'll bring a therapist on as our guest that Absolutely, week. That's yeah. what we'll do. Oh, I, I need That'll it. be a short I'm one. Ready. Yeah. All right. Now we'll dive into the important things. Oh, well, that's important. Yeah, I, I, that think that was, was important. I feel like that was very yeah. important. This is our uh, favorite topic to talk about every week. Left. Guard. Yay! Yay! More left guard talk. And I want to start calling him GVR. Am I allowed to do that? I love it. I I type GVR all the time, and I I like the I like being able to shorten people's names. So like GVR, I type GG all the time for Garrett Gilbert. Yeah. And um, I'm like deathly afraid that I'm going to call him GG right to his face, but because that, <laughs> that hasn't happened weird. yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I think GVR is fun, especially if you put the lowercase v, like a GNR, like from Guns N' Roses. But and then nobody can mess up his last name. Exactly. There Van we go. Rotten, I think, is how they pronounce it. Roten. I know. I I oh, oh I was like. No, you were. Because we did do this did the other day with Fry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Frey and Fry. Yeah. We just went back and forth for 10 minutes yelling Frey and Fry at each other on the sidelines. <laughs> you mean and Chris Fry, friend of the podcast? Friend of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Who is Chris Fry? Um, Love him. He's here. Shh. He's always with us. Don't, don't mention his name. Don't uh, yeah. So, Kelsey, Greg Van Roten, Rotten. What do you think? 
of him. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Yeah, I think um, he's a guy that I'm really interested to see a lot more from. You know, we saw a little bit of him last year. Penn appeared in, I think, like 10 games with the Panthers last year. Mm -hmm. But as far as what he can do this year, I mean, this offensive line is going to be tested so early. He is a guy that has such an awesome story, which – a lot of people don't know about. I guess probably now they do because we all keep talking about the offensive line. Yeah. But has such a cool story and the fact that he started with the Packers and then got away for a little while. I think he was working like with this high school for a little while. Yeah. You guys have probably already talked about that. Um, but then comes back here and is now in this position that he's in with the Panthers. I just think that there is so much more that we're going to continue to see from him. I was talking to Ryan Khalil a little bit about him and some of the other offensive line members the other day. And as much as it sucks to see them in this position this early, it's, you know, it's not detrimental to the rest of the season. But you do get to see these young guys tested, I guess, young newer guys right. tested early in a time where maybe they weren't getting these snaps they weren't getting these plays and we get to see them so that for the rest of the season you see how durable they are you see what they can do and it helps because they're they're getting these reps early yeah I agree with you I think that the the one of the things that hurt them and I think 16 was when they had all the thousands of injuries right and everybody mm -hmm. went everybody went out uh was it happened during the season and so you had to throw these guys in with no reps here comes somebody that's never that hasn't played right guard in forever. They have to jump. Daryl Williams has to switch sides. Like all this stuff is happening. But now, when you have Amini Silatola go down, you have Daryl Williams go down. You get to see Terrell, uh, You get to see Taylor Moten at right tackle for a month, five weeks of right tackle, where Matsko can scream at him as much as he possibly can, and he will. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he has. And it's like you can see him kind of grow, even from. I feel like he's gotten better over the last two weeks. When you see him taking so many reps. He was in there for the entire first half against Buffalo. Like that, those kind of reps are invaluable, and he wouldn't have gotten those that chance to do it. Same thing for Greg Van Roten. You get every time I want to say rotten I know. Roten <laughs> now. Uh, it's a joke because that's what Ron Rivera has called him multiple times. Just in case you're curious why we keep saying the wrong name, uh, he keeps calling him Van Rotten um, and then <laughs> correcting himself. So it's like Van Roten Rotten. And he to be able to get to see him take some snaps at left guard against first-team defenses, even even in the preseason, these guys are still going just as hard. The Dolphins are going to go just as hard. The Pats are going to go just as hard. Uh, and the Steelers are not going to go that hard because it's week four. But I, but to be able for him to get out there and get snaps at left guard now and develop a little bit of chemistry between to be the meat in that Khalil sandwich, that's uh, that that's important, I think. Well, and I think there's a possibility that we see him play at center some mm -hmm. since Tyler Larson's out. So just the – fluidity is that a word yeah that's Let's a make word. it a word fluidity yeah, i like it um of all the guys on this line because they have these injuries early they're all having to switch around we've seen taylor moton do it so mm -hmm. i think not only getting the reps where you know he's in a left guard but now we're going to get to see him a little bit at center and and everything because all of these guys with three injuries now are having to step up and, and move around a little bit and gel like how do they work together as they switch into those different positions sure i, I think so much of that offensive line play is playing together you know there's there it's it unlike any other position maybe like corner you really have to like be able to like there are going to be times when you have to know without saying that hey this guy's going to get by me on my left so I need a little bit of help I need a chip whatever it is to be able to and Van Roten was saying yesterday that he was like being able to come from center and look at and know what the center looks for 
and then play guard, it kind of makes it that much easier to play guard next to. So he's like, okay, I know what Khalil is seeing next to me. So now I can take that and do what I need to do at left guard. And playing next to Khalil, um, hopefully, you know, at center. Sure. Then Khalil doesn't have to worry about Trey Turner. Trey Turner, he knows what he's doing. So hopefully, if you got one, if you got Ryan Khalil next to you, you can, you can manage to have one young guy in this line. I yeah, mean, I know Moten's on this, you know, line too. But I mean, I think we're more optimistic about his uh, what we expect out of him than out of the left guard position right now. Yeah, yeah. he's a guy I'm really excited about, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the work that we've seen him put in at practice, and even just what we saw from him the other day. I think he's a guy that is. I mean, he's he's built for it, but also. Um, He's just hungry for more, and he's excited for this opportunity. Uh, of course, this is never how you want that opportunity sure. to come a, a, across. But I think he's a guy that's really looking to step up and fill that hole and knows that, hey, this is my shot right now. This is it. I can prove it. I can do it. And he's ready to go out there and do it. Yeah, he's a big boy, too. He like, is. He's like one of those and guys. he can field punts. Yep. Unbelievable. <laughs> soft hands for the big man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super soft hands. That was the highlight of training camp. Absolutely. Side yeah. Note. Yeah. The, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Kevin put together an absolutely spectacular video with the theme music from, was it As the World Turns? Yeah, from As the World Turns to start it. Uh, Coach Rivera said that he would end practice early if both Taylor Moten and Dontari Poe could catch a punt. And they both did, and it was the highlight of camp. I mean, the team went crazy. Shaq Thompson ran around doing, like, the airplane <laughs> thing. Like, it was – I mean, it was a lot of – a lot of this, you know? Like, and a lot of this. I guess they all – I guess the offensive line already does their little – is maybe Thursday or Friday's practice where they, they do a little um, – somebody throws. I don't think it's Kate. Oh, no, it's Khalil throws. Yes. Ryan Khalil throws. And yeah. they said that they picked um, – Taylor because he has they're like he has soft hands he always catches everything so So we knew he was going to be able to get us out of practice early apparently there was a little discrepancy though because they thought the practice was going to end when it happened and it didn't which I think we all kind of wanted after after three weeks of standing out in the sun like a week earlier you could see the media like deflate over on the sidelines oh they're going okay now more sessions cool cool no that's great that's great yeah no awesome let's talk a little bit about the guys that nobody mentions Okay. That's sarcasm, by the way. Oh. Because um, <laughs> we haven't really spent a whole lot of time on some of our some of this. Um, I know that Collins been wanting to talk about Christian McCaffrey for like two weeks now. So he keeps getting bumped like Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, Christian McCaffrey. I, I, this is you can read this on the RiotReport.com. That's a good plug. Uh, thank you. Um, Christian McCaffrey. The 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 Norv Turner. And Ron Rivera remarks, which we discussed a couple weeks ago, um, but then Norv actually made his remarks about 25 to 30 carries the day after we recorded. It, people got lost in kind of the, the sheer number of that. They, they know Christian McCaffrey's not going to get 30 touches a game. But what I think they are telling us quite clearly is that he is going to be the foundational back, the likes of which we have not seen um, under Cam and, and the Rivera era. We've, we've seen – you know, Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams split carries. You know, um, 2015, 250 touches was about, was about what uh, Jonathan Stewart topped out at. The numbers that they're talking about are going to blow those numbers away. Christian McCaffrey is going to be the engine that drives this offense. At least that's the plan. Now, the size question still stands out there. But when people were worried about where's C.J. Anderson, where's C.J. Anderson, it's because they are installing – Christian McCaffrey as the foundation of this offense going forward. And 
we haven't seen this is this is going to be interesting because all of a sudden the the guy that has been the alpha and the omega the brahma bull he is now going to be the rock the change up <laughs> cam is now now going to be the change up which is a great thing for cam and great thing for his longevity um at least that's the plan at this point so um i just think it's People took, you know, got the numbers and were, were saying that's ridiculous, but they are talking about him as if he's an Ezekiel Elliott, as if he's a Le'Veon Bell, one of those Bell Cal type running backs. That's what they're going to do. It's not going to be all just carries for him. It will be touches, um, and I think he is going to benefit more than anybody else from having a Greg Olson out there, even more than Cam, because when Greg creates that space, mm-hmm. it's going to be Christian McCaffrey time after time after time that gets those gets those receptions. Go ahead. I, I I saw y'all's report. I love that. I'm also super interested in to see how they use Christian because, yes, he's going to be used a whole lot more on the ground game, but he's such a dynamic back. And we got to see, I feel like, glimpses of that last year while they were still figuring out how mm-hmm. do we fit him in this offense? How do we use him with all that he can do and the weapon that he is? I was looking up some stats for a story that we did, and, you know, he's top three, I think, for running backs, uh, catches, and touchdowns, and and all of these things. And so, yes, without Jonathan Stewart there, who has been your go-to for the last 10 years in the ground game, you're going to have to turn to to Christian to fill that role, and he is going to be the foundation of this offense when it comes to the ground game. But also, you don't want to lose the other side of what he can do that makes him so dangerous. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to. I think, actually, Olsen is going to be the guy that actually sees a potentially a dip in his production where instead of trying to force it 15 yards down downfield to, to Olsen take the dump off to Christian underneath especially if you're pulling the, the linebackers in coverage with you and let that young man run in space that's the, that's what they want to see more than anything if this thing goes well you're going to see a lot of Christian McCaffrey in space I don't know I think if the if you're talking about a guy that's going to lose touches or, or targets, I guess is a better way to put it, for a pass catcher. I think you're looking at Devin Funches because I think that everybody expects Funches to make this jump in, in this year. He's the X. He had all of training camp. But I think the reality is is that I think Olsen is going to get his targets and is going to get the same amount of targets, receptions, and yards, and touchdowns that he's kind of always gotten. There's a reason why he has the same stat line every year. But you're going to see McCaffrey get that much, that much more – targets that many more receptions and that's going to come I think I think and this is pure conjecture and pure I looked right down Main Street right at the camera I couldn't help it uh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> um, yeah uh, Naaman, I think that Naaman's man on yeah. Messenger if, you want to. <laughs> if you're listening I hope you're not <laughs> please turn it off now because um, that joke's going to come back again yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel like that's going to be in my intro for the next like, month. <laughs> um, uh, Funches. You were talking about Funches. Yeah, sorry. I lost my train of thought <laughs> well, I there. did that to you. Um, it's the, uh, I think that's where it's going to come is at the, as, at the f- sake of these wide receivers. I, I agree with, with that. And, and I think Funches is in danger too because what, what do you say? When is the situation that you're throwing the ball to Devin Funches? I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean like you, if I said third down and long, you're going to say Olsen or McCaffrey. If I said we're looking for a big play, we're going. I mean, is that DJ Moore? That's you know, Bird, Samuel. Like, there's some different guys. Like, you go. This is the situation where you're going to get him the ball. This is what he's going to do to make this team better. And with Devin Funchess right now, as odd as it sounds, and we've had the conversation for years about whether or not the Carolina Panthers have a number one wide receiver. This year is no different. 
I don't know as a as as, the, as you said the X. When's the time when you're going? We're getting the ball to Funches. I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a design time of like here it is. Like set. Like it feels like one of those like you know second and five and they throw. They they yeah, cam just steps. He's going to get of course. Sure. And we're not saying that Devin Funches. I I'm not. But I I don't feel like we're saying that Devin Funches is a bad player. But it's just there are only so many balls to go around in this offense, and I think the majority of them are going to go McCaffrey, Olsen, everybody else. Like, everybody else is going to be right around the same spot. What, just because Funches is the X and the number one doesn't mean that he's going to get that many more catches than DJ Moore or Torrey Smith or anybody else, for that matter. Yeah. Well, and I th- think one thing that makes it interesting this year when we're talking about everybody else is last year – they were so thin at that wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. They were so hurt, so it had to be Devin all the time. And now we're sitting here looking, granted it's just the preseason, but at the depth chart saying, wait, this is where DJ is, this is where Curtis is, this is where Jarius and Tori. I mean, they they have a ton of weapons now. Now it's early and everybody has to stay healthy and you see how they all fit together. But I think that changes things too because it feels so much different than last year when they were so thin at wide receiver. And now, you know, they made it a priority this offseason to get Cam some weapons and add all of these other guys to what Christian McCaffrey can already do. And, and they have the potential to be dangerous, but it is interesting how it shakes out with who gets what and how that affects everything. And without trying to go into the entire piece that I wrote, but North Turner was LaDainian Tomlinson's offensive coordinator in his second mm-hmm. year. That backfield was LaDainian Tomlinson, Michael Turner, Darren Sproles, and Lorenzo Neal. And LaDainian Tomlinson got most of the carries. Like even as ta- so, North Turner isn't worried about trying to make sure that you feel good and you get some touch. North Turner is going to try and win some football games, and there's going to be guys because, as you just said, we didn't even talk about Jarius Wright, who's you know been talked about quite a bit this entire preseason as a guy that Cam has developed chemistry with. Mm-hmm. There's only one football. There's only one football. There's going to be guys on this team that don't have the production that people are anticipating that they're going to have, and. I think some of these guys like Samuel Bird, the, if they have an impact once every four games, yes, that's what I think you're looking for out of those guys. I think the list of guys that you're going to get a guaranteed, you know, week in week out impact, it's a pretty short list. I think it's three people. I think it's Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, and Greg Olson. If you're listening, fantasy football players, those are the only three that I could possibly imagine having on my team if I was a fantasy football player. If you draft CMC because of this podcast, if you bump him up a couple of ranks, just just remember that Josh and I looked out for it. <laughs> Aaron, if you're listening, draft <laughs> Christian. <laughs> no, but it's like uh, – so the the thing that we always hear, and we'll talk – I feel like we'll just talk about Christian McCaffrey for the next, like, 30 minutes. But Well, it, he is going to be the foundation of the offense it's this true. year, so it's we might as well. It's true. It's true. But I think that, you know, everybody kind of has the size – problem with him that he's not big enough to be an every down back but he gained six pounds he did gain six (laughs) pounds he's so much he's got the arms when i gain six pounds women don't get excited (laughs) i just want to point that out that's a good point uh, That's not true. Uh, oh, let me tell you, I'll, I'll eat all the gushers right now and tell yeah. me if you're impressed. I forgot we had gushers. Coming from a man that literally has an ice cream cone on his T-shirt. Uh, I mean, LT, who had, if I could just list off some some of his North Turner years, just just open those right into the mic. That's good. I don't do a podcast very often. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. You crinkle. do television, yeah. which I would think. If it helps, I thought I was doing it slow enough that it wasn't like I was over here being like the fat kid just trying to get into the gushers. Um, but that just happened. So. Yeah, no, that was great. Can uh, I smack them too, or is that? Yeah, no, snack them. <laughs> it's, 
it's just one, once they gush, you can't stop. <laughs> oh, uh, God. So yeah, no, just uh. – uh, L- LT in his second year with Turner had 372 carries the year after 313, then 339 twice in a row, and he is one inch shorter and weighs 10 more pounds than Christian McCaffrey. So it's like, do those 10 pounds mean that McCaffrey can't have – I'm not saying McCaffrey's going to have 350 carries, but I have come all the way back around from two weeks ago when I said – the touches were unbelievable. 25 to 30 is crazy. 20 to 25 makes a lot of sense. And that makes him – that's what they were basically saying. And and that makes 30 in play. Yeah. For for a given game. For one, you know, because we've seen it, we've seen it with Cam, where he's had to do it, like, you know, the Cincinnati game where they tied, you know, after overtime. That, right. Where they finally decided to cut him loose and he carried and carried and carried and carried. So the 30 mark is hittable for a game or two games. I don't think that's ideal for Christian McCaffrey, but I don't think – if you said if you look down at week nine or whatever and said thirty one touches for Christian McCaffrey, it's not going to seem out of place at that point. I don't think. You said something earlier just that made me think of yesterday about them sharing the carries and getting the ball to everybody. And the last two weeks, I feel like everyone we've interviewed on the offensive side of the ball has has said in some way, shape, or form, "Well, one day it's going to be my day, and the next day it's going to be somebody else's day." And I know that it's the mindset mm-hmm. that every football team has and being selfless, but. It, I don't know if we're just hearing it more. Jarius Wright said it yesterday, and right before him, Christian McCaffrey had said it. And so I asked Jarius, I was like, is that something that they're, like, preaching even more to you guys this year? Because I feel like everybody is right. You know, they're not just, like, playing the part and being a team player. It's like they know the the, the way that this offense is and the way that it's it's going to work is that on any given day, someone's going to – yeah, always Christian and Greg. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to be the go-tos. But it could be anybody on even, any given day. I agree. I think it's whoever makes a big play. Buffalo last week, nobody expected Jarius Wright to be the guy that had a one catch for 28 yards, but sure, sure shooting. He had it. We're keeping it non-explicit to make up for all of the cursing that Jeremy did last week. So we're like trying to even out the curse. So if like iTunes has like a running count, we're like trying to bring it back bring down. It down a notch. But we'll see. You never know. We'll know. You never know how exciting things might get. Sure shooting. Sure as shooting. That's that's gonna be like the new phrase now for this show. I love it. Better than better than name Southern. Are you are you Southern? No, no. As that sounded like it. Southern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a gentleman though. Does that count? You may as well have said bless her heart or something. That's well, true. yeah, no. I'd sure as shooting. Sure as shooting. <laughs> Jarius Wright's gonna get him some catches today. <laughs> okay, that didn't sound Shucks, Southern. Boy. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I get too? All right. That's you fair enough. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, before we uh, move on, let's talk just real quick about uh, Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. We haven't really talked a lot about them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's like one of those guys. So I get what we're – the guys that nobody mentions is like during training camp, we always talk about – where all we do is talk about it's DJ Moore. It's young and hurt. Yep. Yeah. Young and hurt, and that's it. That's true. That's a, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. <laughs> that's why you're smart. That's um, why you have me on the show. Was yeah. That, was that that's on your aim profile? <laughs> young and hurt. Young and hurt. Yeah. <laughs> looking oh, looking to rebound. I'm I like, yeah, I get No, oh, wait, you're talking. Oh, uh, oh gosh. Oh, gosh. Right through the heart, too. Oh, man. That I need another one. That laugh is going to spike into the red for sure because oh, I just God. screamed into the mic, but it was worth it. Wasn't worth than the gushers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is true. Uh, I think that, you know, it's like one of those things where we kind of ignore Luke Keekley that has su- such a terrific camp. Same thing where Greg Olson was, for me, that hands down the best player in camp this year. Uh, and Luke Keekley was, you know, unbelievable on defense. And I think 
it's the same thing as every year. If he can stay healthy and keep his brain from being concussed, he's going to – I mean, he's going to challenge for Defensive Player of the Year again, in my mind. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, Luke is such a fun guy, too, to watch at practice because it doesn't matter whether it's just a random team drill or what it is. You feel like when you're watching Luke Keekley at training camp or at practice, you feel like you're watching him in the game because he mm-hmm. is all in, and you can just see the wheels turning. He's just such a, a smart football player. You can just see him reading the whole you know, field in front of him, what's happening. But I think you're right. It's so funny. It's like all we do is talk about all of these new guys. I was listening, going through like all of our sound from training camp, trying to find something on Luke Keekley. And we had nothing. And it was like, well, that's because he's Luke Keekley and he just mm-hmm. right. continues to do the same thing every day. And nobody is ever surprised. So we just keep moving on to the next. Yeah. He, he truly is. A, he's, it's weird to say this, I know, but he truly is a pleasure to watch as a football player. Like you watch him and you feel like you're smarter because he notices things that, that right. like he points at things. And you go, I, yeah, I yeah, saw it too. I knew that. I, yeah. He was looking, he was like, <laughs> he saw the left tackle over there. That's what he's looking at. I think she clearly, you know. <laughs> That's, that's, why, that's, that's why, why I feel smarter. I was doing that. Do you do a lot of that in your living room? I feel <laughs> oh, like yeah. You're like, oh, blah, 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 huh. <laughs> yeah. that guy, oh, just that's yelling I, at nobody. I, I watch a lot of games alone. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's also on your hand profile. Um, well, it's like now you're just piling on. Yeah, well, that's what we do. Um, uh, Adam Gay said this week, it's like frustrating to to play against him because he like literally he's one of the guys that knows what plays you're running. Like that seems insane. How do how do you play against somebody that's like? Yeah, like he's calling out to the defense what you're going to do. That seems tough. seems hard. And he watches a ton of film, and so I think oh, yeah. that he's always one of the first ones there and last ones to leave. He's all, I mean, he's just a student of the game, which is at this point you think it's just probably second nature to him. It's like how could you even possibly know more and get better? But it seems like every year he does. And it's going to be interesting. You mentioned – or I guess you mentioned um, Celeste. Um, (laughs) Thomas Davis 401 it's going to be interesting to see him in the first four games of the season because while there have been games where they haven't played together or one of them's been hurt or been out you know they are such a dynamic duo together so to see Shaq and some of these other guys step in and take on that role with Luke and how that changes things I think it's going to be interesting yeah TD it's tough. I mean, you because you, you, already we're talking about a, a, a contract and things like that coming back for next year, and I, I, you got to see you get back on the football field. You see how you look. You know, I mean, this is this is a year in you know year out business, and and if you're at the end of the line, uh, we got to see what Thomas is going to bring. And I know we know what he has brought, and it's tremendous, and it's you know it deserves to be honored, but. You know, he made a mistake, and now he's out for four games. And there's a there's a young, hungry guy in his spot. I think the biggest story is whether or not Thomas Davis actually starts when he comes back. I mean, because I don't think it's a given, particularly the way that Shaq has played. And what has Shaq done to not earn that spot too? No, it's that, that's a great point that I think we all kind of ignore. We all just talk about how Shaq is going to play with Thomas Davis not out there, whether it's going to be David Mayo or Colin Jones or Jermaine Carter or whoever they use kind of in Shaq's stead as he steps into that Thomas Davis role. But you're right. Like how, what's going to happen when he does come back is that, is that Thomas TD's job? Does he have that legacy role? I I think that Ron Rivera has kind of proven that he will have that legacy role and he'll start over Shaq, but maybe not. Maybe Shaq just, I mean, the way Shaq has played in the past two weeks, 
Uh, it's just like it's hard to say that anybody has outplayed him on that defense. He would be one of my standout players from camp mm-hmm. too, just because he was he was so good. I'm interested too to see when TD comes back what he's like because he went from last season at the end of last year that this was going to be his last year to now, hey, if they'll have me back, I want to be back. And so you know after being out for four weeks, he told us in an interview the other day that he says he's going to be in the best shape of his life when he mm-hmm. comes back. I think it'll end up being week six because of the bye week. So it's inter- It's going to be interesting, I think, to see does he try to find a way to take his game even to another level because he knows that Shaq's here and Shaq's proving that you know he deserves this spot as well. And he's, like you said, in a contract year and trying to say, hey, like I still deserve to play. I still deserve to be around because nobody wants to just be here just to be here for another year. You want to be here because you can contribute and everything else. And Greg has said the same thing. You know, that's why he wanted to be here longer. He still feels like he has a lot left to give. So I think it'll be interesting to see what TD does when he comes back as well from that suspension because we could just see him go on another level as well. Yeah, and it's – and apparently he'll be attending the game as a fan. Uh, said he was a PSL owner and will be going. Yeah, I didn't to know all that was a th- thing. That you I don't could know do. if that's possible. I feel like that's against the suspension rules, but well, whatever. Gonna, we'll see. He's going to grow I'm a mustache. I'm going to look that yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that uh, that baseball manager that Bobby like snuck? Yeah, that's, I, I knew you would know exactly who it was as soon as I started telling the story. Yeah. Snuck back into the dugout I with think, a fake mustache on. I, I think that was during a because that changes everything. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. And, a good and mustache, and you're like a totally different person. <laughs> it's like the plot of every Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look ahead now to Miami. Who has to play well in that game, Colin? Woo. Oh, sure. Right at me, the guy that is not going to camp unlike and, and gone to the other preseason. <laughs> well, but you, you know, but, just, but, but we're going to start at the bottom, and then you guys are going to improve. And then you're here. And then you're going to improve. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. going to start at the bottom, and now I'm here. Um, well, we, we talked about Thomas Davis being out. Um, there's there's some opportunities for these young linebackers, and somebody's going to somebody's gonna jump up and make a play. So I hate to go back to young and hurt, but I'll go back to young and say yep. that these young linebackers – are the guys that I – you know, you don't get many cracks in the NFL. You don't get many many good looks where teams are invested in making sure that you get out there, um, particularly as a, as a day three kind of guy. So one of these guys needs to step up and, and, and take, grab a hold of that opportunity. Do you think that Jermaine Carter, by his play in week one, has already kind of gotten himself a roster spot, or does he still need to play – I mean, obviously you never yeah. want to say, like, well, he could just fall down and not do anything the rest of camp, but it's like – when you, I mean, he flashed. It was sure, very clear sure. that he was he he flashed in Buffalo. So it's like, can he just toe the line for the rest of preseason and make the team based on that performance? Probably. I mean, it, I would say so at this point. I mean, particularly as a fifth round pick, most fifth round picks, I think, you know, will make a make a roster year one at least. Yeah. Um. So even even that has an, is an advantage for him. But yes, certainly after game one. I mean, you see that you see. You know, that, that, that playmaking ability. And that's why we talked about this dyna- this linebacking core beyond who has been the top three has felt very, you know, I, I don't want to say vanilla because it makes it. <laughs> oh, man. But that wasn't. It felt, but they, felt but, very mayonnaise yeah, if you will. But, but it, it felt like there was a bunch of special teams guys behind the actual linebackers of the team. Can I, can I ask, is that so bad? I mean, you have no. to have special teams guys behind. But, I, but, but it's better – to me, if you have – you can't well, sure, do, you it's have better to, pick, to have you, six Keekleys, but – Well, no, what I'm saying is you, you pick and choose – like, you don't get to pick who those guys too. are in the draft. 
you don't get to pick who these guys are in the draft. They went they went some day three linebackers. They went you know, and, and I think they went for some guys that had a higher ceiling and some more playmaking ability than perhaps they've gone in years past. In years past. So yes, they could be special teams contributors, but could maybe one of them become. Uh, a linebacker down the line? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, and like you said, we saw a flash in game one, and that's what you're looking for. I just, I just feel like if this young, the young linebackers are more dynamic than they've been in years past. The backup linebackers, I guess I should say. That's fair. My pick isn't as um, long-winded. No, well, it's never <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say sexy, and then I was like, wait, are we allowed to say that word since we're trying to keep it super clean? No, I feel like sex, um, nothing wrong with sexy, and you're not going to get any more sexy than we are Carter. sexy every week on this podcast. That's great. Josh keeps keeps trending to bring it back, but we haven't let him yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was trying to think who has to play well, and the first thing that jumped out to me is Garrett Gilbert. Because it's the preseason, this is your time yeah. to shine, and right now we're still talking about who is the number two quarterback behind Cam. And I feel like for Garrett, like this, this is his job to take. He was in the system last year. Yes, it changes with Norv, but you know he's been with this franchise for a year now. Um, and so we've seen flashes of greatness from him and from Taylor Heineke at practice, but I don't think we've seen consistency really from either of them totally. And so I would love to see Garrett Gilbert step up. And so that way we say, Hey, like this is the number two guy, like this is him. I think it's his chance to prove it. And, um, I think that that's my pick. Yeah, I think it would be nice <laughs> to have that good, strong ending. Thank you. <laughs> really close that yeah. out on a high note. And, and I'm I, done. Well, nothing else for me. See, I Thank told you, you, like, long-winded or three, yeah. like, three sentences. And then and back to you in the studio, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they both don't play, not to, like, take this off of what we're talking about, but still along the lines, neither of them have, like, an amazing game tomorrow. Do we go sign a number two quarterback? Like, in my head, I don't think either of them are number two quarterback right now. You mean Derek? Are we going to, like, call Derek and get him off? <laughs> what's, what's he doing? I'm a, Do you are we still want to come back? <laughs> I, know we're trying to, I know we're trying to lower the explicit rating from there a we week go. ago. Let's oh, God. Um, Give some warning at least. I, okay, well, I'm giving warning. Okay. Do, do we get one, like, a PG-13 movie? Yeah, Jaws yeah. can be PG-13. This podcast can be PG-13. <laughs> um, it's a young person's reference. If Cam, if, if Cam gets hurt, aren't they fucked? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's no. So, no, the answer is no. Yeah. Because – Wait, the answer is no, that they don't yeah, go they out. Don't, you don't go out and sign somebody yeah. because it's the, it's the Aaron Rodgers theory, right? Like uh, if yeah. Aaron Rodgers no matter gets what. hurt, you're fine. Oh, man. That's Who was the backup that came in and played for like eight games last last year? And Brett Hundley. Yeah, thank you. What's the, Is there a Garrett Gilbert, Brett Hundley, Taylor Heineke, Brad Kaya? Uh, Kyle Allen is – Another Kyle story, Allen. but yeah, <laughs> woof. Well, um, Christian, ha- Christian Hackenberg may be available. Soon. Yeah, that, no, that's a good point. But you do see a lot of people that are like, "Oh, they should go out and trade for Teddy Bridgewater." Has a five million dollar cap hit. Like you're just wasting your money. Like I, I get it that you do. Like if Cam misses two games, you can't afford to just throw away two games. But can you hand the ball to Christian McCaffrey? Can you hand the ball to C.J. Anderson? Can, can you, you run get the Wildcat? In, can you get inventive enough to kind of? game plan around your your to get by exactly yes. to get by yes. and now if and if cam misses 12 games i'm sorry you're just not gonna win the super bowl right. like it's just not uh, i'm sorry yeah and, and the the example last year with the eagles you have a, you have a rookie contract quarterback like yeah. this is one of the luxuries you lose when you pay when you have to pay your veteran quarterback the massive salary that he's worth mm-hmm. sure and he does not make what he's worth just no, to be clear that is but he true. does make a, a big salary not i would trade with him though 
<laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Trade with a quarter of them. I think we, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I would just trade closets with them. I, that's like, I would <laughs> definitely do that. Yeah. I feel like he's But how got... much would you wear out of this closet? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that wouldn't really work for me. <laughs> would you know how to wear could. it? Yeah. <laughs> you just like hold up There's stuff no and you're judgment. like, are these pants? I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm supposed to be wearing. Do you Which like end my... do you pull over your head? Yeah. <laughs> do you like my Sounds jacket? Like in your well, they're pants. <laughs> I'm so glad everybody stepped on that joke. It's like sharp-eared listeners are going to really appreciate that. Uh, I, I actually want to change my answer. Oh, and, all right. Can I change my answer? Yeah. From my Mulligan. I actually, I actually think it's the returners. So, because Christian, we, we talked about the workload. You assume that if he's going to you know, have that offensive workload, that they're not going to put him out there so that some guy that was a truck driver two weeks ago can possibly end his career with a knee injury on return. Um <laughs> That those jobs, those those touches are. He's too valuable to get those touches. So somebody needs to go get that and, and take that job over. Well, and it, not necessarily this week, but I think that leads to my to my answer, and it is Demir Bird. The guy has mm-hmm. been battling the bubble for three years, for however many years. He is always the guy that you're like, well, he kind of deserves to make the team, and then he doesn't make the team. This is a guy that last year was their number two wide receiver and earned that spot. Was was good enough to be their right. number two wide receiver. Not anymore. Not so much anymore. Now he is on the fringe. He's the sixth wide receiver, and he got absolutely killed by Daryl Williams and Amini Silatolu being injured because those guys have to make the fifty-three. So those guys are going to make the fifty-three, and is he the one that is going to lose out because you Daryl Williams makes the fifty-three, but can't actually play? So then you need to another tackle. That can make the 53. But he's not going to be out long enough to IR him either. Right. Exactly. No, well, even if you put him on IR, they still have to make the 53 for 24 hours. So it's like they make the 53 for 24 hours, and then they get put on IR. So Amini Silatolu, Daryl Williams, anybody that you think you might possibly want to bring back, so Daryl would fall into that category, they have to make the initial roster. And Tamir Bird is, he has to have a good game. He can't rest on his laurels from last. He can't rest on his game tape. The team knows that he's good, but he has to make himself so good that he couldn't possibly be cut, that you cannot possibly let him go. And he has to – I mean, last year he led the NFL in receiving touchdowns in the preseason, and, and in my mind it's going to take another performance like that for him to to make this team as as – here we go, second one. As shitty as it sounds, he – he deserves to make the team and he's just not going to like, it's just a numbers game and it sucks. And he's going to get picked up probably if he doesn't make the Panthers and perform well on another roster. And it's just a, it's a shame and a numbers game. And I hope that he has a kick return or a punt return or has a long pass or just flashes on offense and, and makes the coaches be like, well, we just can't, we have to have this guy on the roster. Right. And I think the return game is going to be where that is. I mean, the guy had a 103-yard return yeah. last year to set the franchise re- record. He was one I wrote down. And then kind of going off of what you said, I also thought about the running backs because it changes a little th- a little bit with Fozzie out and then they're mm-hmm. going to hold on to him. And what do they do? They need security. But the same thing with the numbers game. I'm interested to see. Obviously, we know who the top guys are. But kind of that bottom end, you'd like to see a little bit more from those guys tomorrow as well. Yeah, tomorrow? it's yeah. yeah, tomorrow night. Well, Tonight, technically, Tonight. because of the way that we released. So. <laughs> Sorry, we're looking Dang to take it, you behind, podcast the, magic. Uh, I just take you behind the curtain. <laughs> Sometimes you record during the day, right? And then you record it and then let it out at night. Um, it's uh, yeah. Let it out at night? 
your Abe profile. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think that, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, wasn't great, but. <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, I, I, you know, I report live on television and then, and then at, night, at night, and then I, I, I spread my, spread my hands and then release it to the night. I let it out at night. And if it comes back, then it truly loves me. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what was that? I have never heard that song before. That was really? her MySpace song. No. What song if is it that? Com- I don't want to sing it again. Oh, if man. it comes back, it's yours. That's how you know. It's I for keeps. Yeah, it's for sure. You guys, I got to Google it. I don't even know what song yeah, it is. Yeah, I'd love to know what the name of that song is. So What a Girl Wants. Oh. Wait, come on. Really, you guys? All right, that's fair. Wait, Christina Aguilera? <laughs> yes. Is that the chorus? No, that's not even the chorus. That's like a verse of What a Girl Wants. <laughs> the I, best I, part is that I was singing it, and I didn't know what song it was yeah, until no, I got I think the I chorus. Do, I feel like we do that all the time. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah. why were you celebrating? Because I, I didn't recognize it, and I feel like my, my, my cue <laughs> score went up because I didn't get the, the Christina Aguilera reference. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening there. You were so, so excited. Because well, that's kind of wheelhouse. I could have easily fallen into that trap, too. I also sounded just like her, so that was that's probably... That's, that's what a really it was. That's a really good point. <laughs> yes. That was the problem. Was, was you sounded was too, too much, much like, like her. her. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't talk because I felt like a 16-year-old boy again. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> we we will play a game shy. in one second, but just shy. really quick, let's mention this Panthers logo challenge. Uh, the new video. Oh, there we <laughs> what? go. What happened? Yes. Oh, sorry. That is such a great song. I'm a little upset with myself. I didn't get that. Um, <laughs> I threw you guys a curveball though because I thought of like the most obscure part of it. <laughs> you just pulled like the bridge of what <laughs> a girl came to me. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were reading some like slam poetry. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Um, before we get to the game, this logo challenge. They put out that video now with Tepper sitting in front of the keyboards and the computers. Can someone explain to me what the challenge is? Can somebody <laughs> no. tell me why have why Tepper no. has two, two keyboards at the challenge? <laughs> like MTV, when they have a challenge, there's rules. That's true. Here's my there? thing. It's not a challenge. Like a challenge well, is like, like it's not a challenge. challenge. It's like it's just CT like send us Johnny Bananas. Yes. Yeah. It's just like send us your photos. Yeah. I, mean, I challenge is. you to send, send us, us your photos. photos. Yeah. That you can't send your photos. <laughs> I mean, I guess on I one hand, you. like it is cool that they are trying to drum up all this excitement and Panther pride and whatnot. The whole video was a little weird. The, the <laughs> one that they put out the other day. I mean, it's do, not. Do we care I, it's not going to be out. Not? It's okay. not. I, I could tell you. I don't think it's going to be on the field tonight. I don't I, either. Yeah. Tonight. It, they would mm-hmm. be. It would be such a miss. From a PR standpoint, if they were like, "Yeah, first preseason game," that's when we should put the. Uh, that's when. Come on, like, but it'll be save there for it the for Cowboys week one. For sure. Yeah, of yeah. course, week one. If they were, if they were smart, if I was on that PR team, I would have a tarp over it. First of all, I would put the shield out there for tomorrow, just to like really amp it up. Oh, there put we go. Put the shield out there for tomorrow. Put it up there just, for next what if week. We just left it blank. Tomorrow? And then you're just nodding because I bet you a beer that it wouldn't. That it. Would. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would be. But and then. And then put it to, like in the cover of darkness in the in the night, painted on the field the night before. Can they do sur- that though? Doesn't it have to have like night? a whole day to dry? I don't know. It's grass, right? So <laughs> I'm not. As I long know, as they don't I'm, do it in the morning. I'm news. not a botanist. I'm not a, <laughs> not a golf course manager. So uh, they don't bring in uh, colored grass. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to. Just, they have just to, to grow it, right, yeah. from the ground. No, and then put a tarp over it, grass. and then when everybody walks in, it's like. Like maybe even you put a tarp over it with the line, so it's like hard to tell that it's a tarp. Of there's a lot of ideas that I have. So if you're listening, Tepper, call. Give me a call. <laughs> Give me a little jingle jangle. Also, if you're listening, Aaron Naiman, 
<laughs> Sorry again. Sorry. <laughs> Still I'm, taken. I'm just curious. How would how would the NFL view the shield being at midfield if, let's say, just hypothetically, it was, say, the Green Bay Packers that did this, that had the shield at midfield? Like, I feel like if a different franchise did this, it would be revered. And instead, Panther fans view it as – as a slight on themselves. But I feel like if an old school team did it, like if they did something, if they had the shield, well, we kept the shield because that's what we did in 1940. I just feel like it would be, people would be more, it would would be more accepting of it. I I feel like it came out of nowhere. Was this like a thing that people have been talking about for years? Is the logo at midfield? I feel like six months ago it was like, Boom! We got to have that thing at midfield. I'd never even heard that before. Years and years ago, I remember like message thing. boards. It was like a huge, huge thing. Mm. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry, but I, didn't I, know. I don't, I don't, I, I've never understood fundamentally the need to have the Panther logo at, fit, at the 50 yard line or what it was supposed to to do or signify. I didn't. I've never really fully appreciated. I think. What I, what it, what I'm supposed to feel when I look at a midfield logo? I guess. I, I yeah. I just I don't I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it's look EC look ECU is gonna have the coolest midfield logo in the state. <laughs> <laughs> Period. It's so good. State tried to steal it. But th- 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 it's just it's done. Like the Panthers aren't gonna have a cooler logo than ECU. So like what are like it's gonna be their logo and you're like okay. I mean it's not gonna be the LSU Tiger eye. So it's just gonna be their logo like. Question: Wee. Is there a is there a like a rule on how big the logo can be? Like, could it be from like thirty to thirty? Like, just like <laughs> I'm here for that. Boom! Panthers <laughs> logo. You guys wanted the logo. You got it, baby. Like, just we ran out of black paint. That's how big this thing is. Like, you know how the the Tar Heels like the had the full, thing in the, the middle, full like back the windshield. You want the, the full state? Back yeah. Just paint the whole field yes. black and then have the blue oh, Panther head in the yes. middle of it for now, the first game. Now we're cooking with gas and just the oh. Like a black field, like uh, yeah. like Boise State. Yeah, oh, that would exactly. be amazing. Exactly. Is that in the that rule would be book nice somewhere? And cool, by the way, that'd be what? really nice and cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, I think we may have found a flaw in the plan. <laughs> but uh, but that was a fun. But that was fun while that was a fun like ten seconds. <laughs> also from my yeah, profile. <laughs> we both like as soon as it came out of my mouth, both like, Colin and I were like, mm, "Here we go. <laughs> That's a joke. I got it, baby." <laughs> I think it's going to be a big deal for that day, and then we're probably never going to talk about it again. Sure. Uh, I think that's the same thing. Are we going to be talking about well, Kelvin Benjamin in uh, in three weeks? Nope. Like, no, of course not. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, if, if we, it's a if, big deal for – it's a big deal when it's a big deal, and then all of a sudden it's like, right. oh, yeah, I forgot. We don't care. Is there <laughs> any way to have this – like as a Panther tradition – and I'm not trying to fight for the shield here. I'm just trying to say if we, we're going to throw something out, that has made this team unique, this this franchise unique. We're gonna we're gonna throw it away. We're throwing it away. Is is it just because it's it, be, it was Jerry's idea? Like is is the, is it so tainted that the shield is now tainted? Like because we're all doing a podcast talking about the NFL, Carolina Panthers. The NFL is still the league. I don't I don't know. I'm just to me it feels like it actually is something that's kind of cool. We're the only we're the only team that actually puts the league's logo there. We still get the Panthers on the 30-yard line. I don't know. I'm just saying in in a, in in a, in a business where people look for identity, for look for something like that, I, it, it's something that you we are just about to we just about to throw it away as if and just pretend like it never happened. And it has no value the fact that it has been at midfield for the entire existence of this franchise. I don't know. I'm not trying to again fight for it, but at the same, but I do feel like we're throwing away something here. Yeah, 
I just no, don't care. It's, it's fine. I, I'm to be honest with you, about it too. Until six months ago, I didn't even know they had the shield at midfield. Like I didn't even notice what was at. Who cares what's at mid? Like I just don't. I never was yeah. like, oh yeah, the shield is at midfield. It was just like, yeah, it's midfield. Like it's not right. But if it was, I'm saying that's what I said about Green Bay. If if Green Bay, if they're like, look, this is the only place that has the shield. If you had John Facenda <laughs> talking about. <laughs> It would be it would be it would be heralded as a as a piece of like NFL history and and instead it's like it's a, it's an eyesore it, it, it's just I don't know it's just interesting yeah no I don't think it's an eyesore I think that once the fans started clamoring for it there's literally no reason not to do it like sure. it's it's a, it's such an easy win for them and in a in a time oh over it the is past, not an easy win it is not, because we just talked about it. is it just the logo is that I mean is that is that what we're we're just going to see the same Panther logo at midfield, and everyone's going to be like, this is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> yes, I think that's exactly centered, what's going to happen. A centered Panthers logo. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think you saw all the stuff on, like, Madden, and, like, Madden 19 is tweeting out, like, this is what we think the, lo- the field should look like. That's just a regular field. Like, if you, had, if you had asked me last year what the field looked like, that would have been my guess. Well, all I'm saying is the reason yeah. I said it's not an easy win is because if they try and do something different or they try and do something, then, then it can go awry. We've seen many a mascots, many a trophies, many a logos come and go in sports. I'm just saying it's not an easy win. They should if do they something try and do something like though. crazy, like just what I I always just think about if they just put out any other logo besides the Panther logo, like how it would just be like a Bojangles logo is just out there tomorrow. <laughs> like well, I would, it would be so awesome. The best the best media response they could possibly get is if they put Cam. A cam logo at midfield. Oh, that would he be would awesome. He because would love that. He would love that. Well, because yeah. he demanded it. That's what that would be. Cam <laughs> demanded the logo yeah. be him and David Tepper First felt, question felt, felt he had to throw like capitulate. an emoji out there, like what, like the yeah. this emoji out there right in the middle of the field. You? That'd be good. So I say put whatever you want to in the middle of the field, but what they should do for the first game is they need to give every Panthers fan in the stadium something with the Panthers logo. Oh, you got all of this hype. You're saying, hey, here's the logo challenge. Smart. Put something on every seat in that stadium. Drum up excitement because, like we said, do we? does anyone really care what's on the field? No, but if I get to go home with a free T-shirt or a free sticker or a koozie, then I am a happy Panthers fan. You Whatever want you want to, to on the free field. Free T-shirts are the worst at games. Like, it's really cool at the game. Koozies are like- – Extra, extra large, <laughs> That's true. white shirt with a big old Bojangles logo on the back. This is a, Kelsey actually brings up an interesting point here. That why is as the NFL has gotten bigger, have the giveaways gotten worse? They've gotten cheaper and worse. The well, T-shirts are worse. Like they used to give away growl towels, prowl towels, different you know things, and now now it's basically like a white towel that you know. They had a guy in the corner. That says Academy on it real yeah. big. <laughs> roll, <laughs> you know, a guy in the corner roll a paint roller over top of it and hand it to you before, you know, three minutes before you Well, I'm just saying, you, you, we, we could splurge a little bit. Right. Just, you know. Do you think the growl towels were that much better quality than? Oh, than, oh, yes. Uh, I'll, I, oh, yes. Oh, oh so yes. next week you're going to bring in your growl towel? Uh, I mean, if, if it's a yeah. challenge. <laughs> There's, I don't, there's that's, a real now challenge. that is a challenge. Right there. <laughs> I'm bringing Clearly my growl towel. Hashtag growl towel challenge. <laughs> All right, real quick. Do you guys want to play word up or best friends? Ooh, good question. Sophie's I, choice I don't have right a there. Vote. I don't have a vote. Kelsey, you're the guest. Uh, I pick best friends because I do rapid fire segments sometimes with people, and I always think if I ever had to think of things that quickly, I would be so nervous and not be able to think so of it. So you don't want to do the shoe is on the other foot? Exactly. That's so let's do that. Let's do word up for sure. For sure. <laughs> there we go. We are. This is like the best produced podcast that we've ever had. 
We got theme songs. It's it's just going great. What a treat. No, it's I love not it. A treat. No. Are we doing best <laughs> friend or we're, we're not? We're doing our best friend. Okay. Ready? Yeah. We're going to start with one himself. Cam. Oh, wait, wait. What's What does best friend mean? You just, oh, I'm sorry. You just, <laughs> you just said the name, and sorry. so we just... Nikki, toss I'm, it over to the host, and yeah. then let her do it. <laughs> I'm going to throw out a player, and you guys tell me who their best friend on the team is. Oh, okay. That's fun. I like this. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Cam. Oh, wait. Is it like rapid fire we have to go? Or is it like... Well, I, I don't think it turns into like a five-minute discussion. Well, we did just... I don't think we have segments on that that don't turn into the five-minute discussion. Don't, Maybe. Don't challenge well, us. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Maybe we only get one person down, but mm, Cam. That's a good point. Uh, I think not it's, Calvin Benjamin. Yeah. No. Good answer. For a lot of reasons. He's not on the team anymore, and they're not best friends anymore. Uh, I think this kinesiology tape looks silly. <laughs> it does look silly. What does it do? It's just tape. Uh, sounded like so true. The there is an athletic the trainer listening. There's an athletic trainer listening right now that is like, do you know that how just long like that threw took? his headphones down? <laughs> that is there art. Our, there goes our five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Captain Munnerlin. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, well, they're like opposite heights, and they jibber jabber at each other during uh, during stretching and during camp and stuff. And I think that's my answer. Are we going quickly, or should I talk for longer? Because uh, I would love to talk for longer. You know, I, I like the sound of my I, own voice. I know you love to talk, Colin. What do you think? I, I don't. I don't. I was. I thought we were going to do it to the people that have been at camp all this time. <laughs> you could. You I, could. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, oh man, they're so <laughs> just so jelly. Oh look, and, look. and ang- salty uh, is what I would look, say. The Spartanburg, look, you, you, you're the big dog. You got the, you know, the expense for, you know. Yeah, it's true. The big, the, the big dog. You are. That was my, that was also on my aim profile. Some <laughs> 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 gushers here. It's hard to. Uh, Don't open it by your microphone. Is there, is there, is there a guy in offense? <laughs> is this where you open it for you? Wrong. <laughs> Yum. Yes. Was it a Panthers growl? Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can tap. Uh, uh, Mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh jeez, the gusters top. are going right to your head. I don't know if I can top. <laughs> this game is going worse than your basics so far. <laughs> I don't know if I can top Captain Munderland. Um, yeah, that you was don't good. have to top it. I win. I win I that think round. You won. <laughs> Josh gets one yeah, point. Give me one point. I don't know if that's how we were supposed to play it, but do you think that DJ Moore will take that? That roll on, DJ though? DJ Moore doesn't talk enough, I don't think. He no. does talk a little. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Watch, Whoa. Watch. Very angry. Uh, I was going to give a plug, but then it'll be too late because today is It's probably today. on the internet, right? So, yeah. Today is today. Today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Today is today. today is that was today. profound in mm-hmm. case anyone cares. It's like rent up in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greg Olson. Um, I, I know the answer to this, I think, in my head. Ooh. So is there a right answer? Maybe. I don't know. I get to throw out the points. This uh, is like whose line. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> you just The points don't matter. That's right. I couldn't think of a good one for Cam, but when you say Greg Olson, I say Cam. Because they're oh. the two best oh. friends that anyone could have. You see all the videos. Like, hey, That's I got true. my best guy back. And got my dog back. I would say Christian McCaffrey, just because they're like father and son, and they have all those jokes going on. <laughs> sometimes, you're pre- sometimes you're best friends with your dad, you know. If I really had to do a serious guess, I would say Ryan Khalil. That's what I was gonna say because mm. I think in real life they are probably best friends. I feel like when I see one of them in public, they are always together. Yeah, in some way. What about Luke Keekley? 
Thai taste. Is that an answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gosh, you're winning. Say, you can't beat tape. that. Hey, you know, the you answers are there points. for you guys to take, but I'm just going to keep on yelling them out. I didn't, you didn't say I had to buzz in. I just yell them out. Who's Chris Fry's best friend? Um, the world. <laughs> The ghost of Elvis, probably. <laughs> Aretha Franklin? No, too soon. Oh. You, get to, you lose all of your points. <laughs> I'm crossing out. Can we just edit this part You're out? You're no longer winning. Can we, Can we play edit? the other game? Yeah. <laughs> See if it goes better. We'll do, we'll do one more. What about KK? Mm. That's a good... Uh, sorry, I was eating a gusher. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who, I've oh, lost don't control worry, of this show. We're going to save this segment now. We're going to save yeah. it now. Um, we'll try this again next week. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't. These games just come and they go so fast. <laughs> um, KK. LL Cool J. Because it's like KK I, and LL. I no. did Maybe ask. Maybe we'll just move on to Word Up. <laughs> <laughs> we have to save Word Up for next week. All right. <laughs> just... So what I gathered was KK has no friends on this team. <laughs> oh, no. KK's the best. Everyone's his best friend? Mm, yes. Okay. I would agree with that. Awesome. Nikki wins this round. He's actually – that. He seems like he's pretty close with Bill both. So. KK? Yeah. DJ Moore said KK was the funniest guy on the team. Really? Which surprised me. Hmm. Interesting. I can There's see that. more to investigate there. I think. Oh, my. Was Did that a more pun? Oh, no. Gosh, that oh. was good, though. <laughs> yeah. I thought you like hit more really hard too. You're like, there's more to <laughs> no. investigate. Just happens naturally. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't even realize I did it. <laughs> Kelsey, tell people where they can find you on the uh, Twitters and interwebs. Uh, Twitters. It is Kelsey Riggs WCNC. I think that's what it is everywhere. On all the places. On all of the places. All of the places, except for MySpace. I'm going to have to like go back and think what my MySpace was. She's got to find her login to even get if in. If you find it, please just <laughs> delete it. Find a way. Please don't Email log. me. Find me on Twitter. Send me a message. Tell me how to delete it, please. <laughs> I'm sure it's there somewhere. It's a lot she, of computer I don't want to know what the song is that's playing on MySpace. Look my at MySpace, then find me on Twitter, <laughs> then send me an email on how to delete. Yeah. A lot of steps happening there. Josh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Josh Klein Rule on Twitter and the Instagrams and uh, this Saturday I'll be running the Ortho Carolina 5K Classic that's not what it's called Ortho Carolina Classic 5K picked up my shirt today I mean do we ever was it a a high quality shirt it was a high quality shirt if if you can afford it for a 5K fun run you can you can do a little better. <laughs> well, I feel like I played a little. I paid a fair amount of money to like just run on a, <laughs> along is, the road. He is paying to run for okay. that T-shirt. And, and and how exactly do you get into Bank of America Stadium? But I paid a by paying mm, for a ticket. I paid a lower amount by using the code OC10, sponsored by our friends at Ortho Carolina. That's Boom. Ortho Carolina, sponsors of the Riot Network. Boom. Colin, where can they find you? Um, in Belmont. <laughs> the town not the not the neighborhood <laughs> that's where you'll find josh and i yeah <laughs> uh colin clt on twitter and i am nikki you will find me on twitter nikki 704 one day contract part of the riot network powered by ortho carolina kelsey riggs your one day contract is up Oh, wait, I have to begin. Nope, nope, you're not <laughs> supposed to talk now. Oh, is this the thing? This is the theme song. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I thought this was the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Everyone got you.